0: Did you get that sauce stain out of your I pantalones?
1: I, I think I, I kind of did, but it's kind of kind of there.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I'll
1: deal with it when I get home. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did a pretty good job though.
0: Yeah, for for what? For what happened you did? You, Red sauce you know, is
1: Yeah, we It's were harmed many, many many
0: pairs of pants.
1: Yeah. <laughs> many outfits.
0: We were sharing some ravioli not well
1: yeah are we, are we recording right <laughs> yeah <now>? amazing okay <laughs> that's good enough about bolognese
0: enough about bolognese it's time okay. to introduce the podcast all right everyone welcome back this is yet another episode of let's talk life podcast i am one of your hosts angela cangelosi And today I'm formally introducing my co-host, Jackie Roman.
1: By golly, I am so honored. (laughs) Uh, Roman here, (laughs) been introduced. (laughs) Uh, As you heard in the last episode, Angela and I went to high school together, a little bit of college together, and have just generally been swell pals for a while now.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. If this is your first time tuning in, we've done an episode on adult friendships. We've also done an episode, it will have come out, on uh, cannabis use and social justice. Timely topic right now. Sure is. Um, And we'll be coming out with many more conversations, but um, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, we we haven't really picked a clear topic, I guess, unless we want to talk about religion and, or spirituality,
1: spirituality? I uh, would say our relationship with religion. I mean, we began, the topic came up, the suggestion for it came up because I was thinking of Catholic guilt, mm. which we can discuss, obviously, underneath that topic. It's just a large subject, so we can take it any way.
0: Yeah. Well, okay, let's talk about religion. Religion is also a very timely topic of discussion with this uh, current, yeah, really current administration. You're talking
1: about Amy Coney Barrett?
0: Yeah, we can talk about that. Mm -hmm. Um, To go back to the beginning, uh, my family's Catholic.
1: Yeah, let's talk about like our relationships with religion.
0: My family... (laughs) Uh my right, my family is Catholic. Um, but they were never looking back in hindsight, never um, I don't know, by the book religious I I wouldn't call them like devout You weren't practicing Catholics. that's
1: that's what I'd say, I guess people say. Yeah, yeah, right. Did you right go were you ashes and palms people?
0: We used to like back in the day we would go mm, to church. When you were younger. More regularly. Okay. Yes like my so I have two siblings my brother who's 11 years older than I am and my sister who is 10 years older than I am and they both went through the entire spiel like communion confirmation that that whole uh process I don't how long does that even last right because you.
1: yes I mean I got confirmed. When did you get confirmed what how old are you? I guess I was a Going into freshman year of high school.
0: Okay, so right, so around high school time that lasts until yeah, and then I don't know. You can, you can like year. be an altar server. No, I I'm was like, an altar server for a okay. while. You can yeah. do that
1: at any age, almost. Okay, I've seen some super young altar servers that are like falling over carrying the cross. Oh my god! <laughs> so they can <laughs> get you that in there something? early, yeah. and you can do it. Like yeah. I mean, it depends on the church, honestly. But some, a lot, there are some churches that have adult altar servers, and mm-hmm. there's um, the choir, and then Your you can always volunteer for the choir or volunteer to give people the Eucharist at home. Who can't attend church. Mm. Oh yeah, man.
0: Many ways to get involved if you want to get involved. Um, so I did not receive confirmation. I got to communion and then never went back. And I also remember never liking Sunday school, mm-hmm. having to go and mm-hmm. even having to go to church. Like there were times where I would just start crying and crying wow. to my grandma and she would, you know, there were times where my mom was just like, all right, you're, you, you know, you're not going. Like I, I yeah. cried enough or pulled enough of a fit right. not to go. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I don't know. As I got older, coming out also as Gay, I was like, you know, church certainly is not the place mm. for me. Um, and now not my, you know, churches. yeah, yeah, not the Catholic Church, yeah. Um, and things are changing now, but even so, like we're not. I don't consider myself a practicing Catholic. I don't really. I don't know. I I still, I don't feel like I can really own that um, title, as like a Catholic even. Mm-hmm. I consider myself more spiritual.
1: Mm -hmm. Generally.
0: Yeah. Like there's something bigger going on. Like I'll use Mm -hmm. the term universe. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I don't uh, subscribe to a specific religion. And my family is not Mm -hmm. very religious now either. Although Mm -hmm. they they will still call themselves Catholic.
1: Right. Um, I grew up quite religious if you did not know, I guess I don't talk about it. I have not been religious. Like our, our whole friendship. Yeah. Like mm. I, yeah, I was already past that point in my life by the time we met, but I would say I was raised in a religious household. My dad went to Catholic schools all his life. Like pre, you know, pre K up Through college.
0: Wow.
1: You know, attended a Jesuit Catholic university. Um, That's a lot. So, you know, we were a family that attended church every Sunday as a child. And um, I tried to be involved because it was what my parents wanted and it was what God wanted. (laughs) I was very... I because i I think I'm a good student, I think i that just translated into mm-hmm. my behavior in church, and I just wanted to do well, mm-hmm. um whatever that means in in terms of performing your religion. I don't think you should necessarily view it that way, but obviously that that is how I viewed it at the time. And I was an altar server, uh, probably in like fourth grade, fifth grade. Um, for, and I did it for a while. I mean, I did it for maybe a, a couple of years. Mm -hmm. Um, and I enjoyed it a little bit for a time because I, I liked the responsibility that I was given. Um, you know, the altar server, for those who don't know, in, in a Catholic church, they are, Kind of like volunteers, most of often they're youth volunteers, yeah. who basically assist the priests to carry out the mass, and we, literally, like are just their assistants. We hold their book for them while they're reading, which I always thought was like a little unnecessary because obviously, I mean, it's, it's entirely unnecessary. Let's just, I mean, there are <laughs> books, sta- there are stands, like there is, literally, there is, like you know, a pulpit there yeah. that other people use. And they even use during certain parts of the mass. But for some reason, there was always a certain, you know, moment in the mass where a a, a child was tasked with going to hold the book up for the priest. Yeah, And I, I remember I was just like such a scrawny kid, so weak, so weak that <laughs> when I would hold the book like when I was really young, my hands would like shake. Because oh it was God. so, it was so big. It was seriously, it was so big and so heavy. There are <laughs> so many
0: Catholic guilt jokes. <laughs> I just want to.
1: Oh, man. It's so heavy. Okay, anyway. And um, there was a time when I was filling like a, some kind of fancy container with like water during, I think, a Christmas Eve mass. It was obviously holy water that mm-hmm. was supposed to be, I supposed to. Put on people's foreheads. And I just remember again, it was so heavy, and I was like <laughs> spilling the water. And finally, somebody from the choir took pity on me and noticed, and they came over to help. Aww. Um so I had some embarrassing moments. <laughs> and to be honest, I can't, you know, this might shock you, but being an altar server did not did not like make me very popular either. I cannot, <laughs> for the life of me, understand why it didn't help in that. In that way. Yeah. So that also, um, that became complicated for me as I got older as well. Just like I began to get picked on for how seriously I took my religion, which is kind of, in reflection, really not cool. Yeah, not at all. Like it's really not okay that that happened, Um, that that was a form of bullying that happened to me, and it would be really messed up like – if it happened to any anyone else, I mean, yeah, no matter your religion, um but that kind of I think started to contribute to me like being less interested in wanting to do it. I just didn't want to be a different like the girl who wh- whatever was like overly religious, yeah or or something among my friends. I already had so few friends as it was, so. Um, but I still, that was when I expressed to my parents that I didn't want to go to church anymore. Basically. I started to express this around, like, 6th, 7th grade.
0: Okay. Yeah, middle school is hard. Yeah. Just in general.
1: And, but my parents wanted me to at least keep with it until I got confirmed. Okay. And... A lot of my closest friends like did not even go to CCD at this, which is Sunday school at this point. So I was just still forced to take these classes with people I didn't like, you know, kids who would pick on me. And I was there on weekends and weeknights doing that. Hold
0: on, hold on. Like that sucks. The kids that were also going to
1: CCD were picking on you? I mean, we were kids in school together too, so.
0: Did they not get picked on?
1: Also well, goings? I was an altar server. Oh, as that, well. It's like
0: you, oh, like in CCD,
1: were, like everyone is everyone's parents forces them to do that.
0: Okay, but you were like, but a I was an altar server, right? In that, yeah, exactly. In the religious sense. Yeah, well, in every sense, you. to be honest. Oh, okay.
1: So even when I finished the, being an altar server, I was just, yeah, not popular in my hometown. Um, so it just, like, it all sucked. And, but, and I remember, like, playing hooky towards the end of getting, getting close to like getting my confirmation, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: like my brother, I would have my brother quote unquote, drop me off at mass. Like I would go to a different one for my parents and we would just go to Dunkin' Donuts and eat hash browns. It was great. Um, (laughs) But, and there are a couple Um, of times where I like walked to mass, but I just walked around the park, even when it was freezing, because I just, I had no interest in, going. I really, and it wasn't just, I don't think like once I got to eighth grade, I don't think it was just, well, none none of my friends are doing this. I don't want to do it. I think I did start to also just, um, not enjoy the experience as much. I wasn't uh, as connected to it. Um,
0: I was going to say where, when you were in CCD and in Mass. Do you remember any of the
1: passages resonating with you? No. Did they ever? I tried. I Mm -hmm. tried. I really tried. Um, Like, even though I, I, you know, was, I paid attention in church and I was quiet and I volunteered to be an altar server, I have to say I, and I like would try to talk to God too. Like there were points throughout my life where I tried to really lean in and like feel the religious connection and it and um it never resonated with me um I mean, it 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 never like made sense to me. It never made me feel roused or spiritually connected. Um and my parents get so frustrated when I criticize also like this <laughs> this speech capability Abilities of the priest. I'm like, listen, if they were more interesting and they like had a little more vim and vigor in their speeches and there was more music. And I mean, it's just so dry and everything. And, and there's such a strong focus in Catholicism. I think it can feel sometimes on shame, on like shaming the attendees. You know, Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of our priests, at least, seemed to, I mean, there, there was a lot of discussion about the importance of helping the poor and community. But there were definitely priests that emphasized um, these were the rules to follow. And there were certain things that, you know, we need to be ashamed of as a society, like we're straying from the right path. And mm-hmm. you know you need to you know remain firm in your religion, and I I think I think I'm just trying to find the place where I even lost God. That sounds so. Do you deep. think you
0: ever had God though?
1: I I don't think I did. Um. I, I'm- I don't think I did. I don't think I did either.
0: And it's, it's not, I
1: don't think it's, (laughs) oh
0: my God. Sunbeam. Yes. Oh my God. Anyway. Right. I don't think I ever had God. Mm, See, this is the, all right, we're getting, we're going to get meta here because, you know, my original thought was going to be, I don't think I ever had God because I don't think as a young person. I really registered what I was being taught at Mm -hmm. the time, like not the way that I would register it now, Mm -hmm. right? Cognitively. Yes. Um, But then I think, you know, my, my, my spirituality comes in and I'm Mm -hmm. like, okay, well if, you know, if the universe, like God is all of us kind of thing, like we are God or mm, that might be controversial to say, but um, I think there's religion is controversial. Yeah. There's but a concept, a concept of like oneness, right? Like, God is, I don't know, acting through us, or right, we are a right, vessel okay, for God. Yeah, so even if I that. perceive that I perhaps didn't have God, uh-huh. someone might say, "Okay, God was always in me." Yes, yes, and yeah, yeah. you know, sure perhaps still that. is. I'm sure someone might say that, um, and some will disagree.
1: Either way, yes, yes, exactly.
0: These are some some thoughts that I that
1: I have on that. <sighs> I, I'm just thinking, even when I was younger, I, I wasn't comforted by God. In fact, I, I think I very, when I was very young, began questioning God, because I remember there, there's like this nightly prayer that a lot of People say, like with their children before they go to bed, what is it? Um. Before I lay me down to sleep, I pray, dear Lord, my soul to keep. May angels guide me through the night and keep me safe till morning light. Yes, that was the prayer. Um, and my dad and I would say it before bed every night. We said prayers every night. Okay, yeah, didn't do that. And that... I think, was meant to be comforting. But that prayer scared me because I don't think my parents realized that it pretty much made me aware of my mortality. Maybe I was just a super... In-tune kid? Entune kid, yeah. and I think I was. That sounds like it. But I remember very young being afraid of dying in the middle of the night because that line about the... like. Your soul to keep? No. I pray to your Lord my soul to keep. Yeah, like, I just hope, the the prayer is basically, well, I just hope that God lets me live through the night, and I hope the angels are watching over me, because I just, I hope I make it through. You never know, but either way, I I hope, uh, you know, God is watching over me. And it's just, it made me, uh, it just felt like the prayer was like the, Again, it just, like, was a very covert way of saying, like, you could die. Okay. And I was, ter- I remember it did not <clears throat> come from me. It terrified me, and I spent out, like, I would sweat in my bed thinking, like, wh- oh, my God, like, this could all just be over? I, I what? Yeah. <clears throat> well, it, I'm just,
0: like, jotting notes down as you're talking, because I have so many thoughts but. it it makes me think of God as this almighty, you know, the almighty father who has this kind of power. I think, I think that was always an issue that I had with religion too, or with the way that people used religion in their lives. Like there were, there were some people I knew that were, you know, they were in, I don't know, you know, they, they wanted to change their lives. Mm -hmm. Um, and they would just pray to God that something would... You know, God mm. was looking over them and watching over them, and right. God had his plan, and it'll it'll work out. And for me, that it always rubbed me the wrong way because I was like, where is your agency? Like, God's not going to come down and, you know, mm. sprinkle his almighty fairy dust. And <laughs> this sounds so mean. But that's what I was thinking at the time. I was like, no, God's not going to help you. Like, mm-hmm. you... Are going to help yourself, and so yeah, I think I I had this uh, this aversive reaction to people who held God in on this massive pedestal.
1: I think yeah, you know, there might even be some religious people who also take issue with that. I feel like there might even like I am not. I would say currently religious anymore i i would say i'm agnostic mm-hmm. um it's how i label myself but i think there are some people who are out there who are religious who would say like i'm a, i would be offended if if somebody you know thought that they could just cure their kid with prayers like i think prayer is powerful but I also believe in medicine. Like, I think there's, Mm -hmm. you know. It's changing yeah. Yeah, but there are people who also are, you know, racking up credit card debt, let's say, on the daily. You don't change your actions, but you pray that God will solve your money problems. Like, don't put God in that position, dude. God (laughs) is looking, if God is there, he's looking down on you and he's like, I am trying to help you. But, I mean, help
0: you're killing yourself, me here. Son.
1: You're killing me, Smalls. Like, you're yeah. just not making it easy for yourself. How am I supposed to help you out when your actions, like, you have to help yourself a little bit. Right. I feel like, you know, if you believed in me, you should believe that I gave you the reasoning ability to get yourself out of yes. some messes. Yes, yes.
0: I mean, that's how I feel about spirituality and, and- manifesting like you can people can manifest That's kind of prayer yeah right? we can liken right it I, to agree. That. I agree and you can sit there in meditation and visualize this incredible life for yourself but if you're not putting in any action whatsoever to show the universe this higher power that you're ready to receive mm-hmm. this Sick life that you're Mm -hmm. wanting, right? Then your life's gonna stay the same. Right. At least that's that's my view of it. Yeah. As a you know today. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, this is an this is also an interesting um just little religious experience. Um, I went to the Vatican when I was going into ninth grade. It was the summer before high school. Mm -hmm. And I would say that was my last attempt to connect to, to be spiritual again. And it was not even motivated by the right stuff. Let me tell you, it was very funny. Um, (laughs) I find it funny in reflection at least. Okay. We go to the Vatican. My uncle Greg is, um, who is one, one of my dad's many siblings. My father has eight brothers and sisters. Um, he has, I don't know, some kind of like, I guess, religious connections, the kind of connections that my my family has mm-hmm. are, are in the Catholic Church. And uh, he somehow was able to get these two like studying s- priests at the Vatican, which apparently is like a very prestigious, it's like the... Like Yale of seminaries. Okay. If you get, if you're like a studying priest who gets to spend some time there. Mm-hmm. Um, and these two, we have these two priestly tour guides, and one of them, I swear to you, just looked like an angel. His face was the closest thing to a cherub's that I, do you know what a <laughs> cherub is? It's like a, a baby angel. Yes. <laughs> I mean, seriously. His skin was glowing, and his cheeks, I, I mean, <laughs> no rouge, but, uh, I mean, it was a natural rosiness. Like, he just, if there was anyone who you could think, <clears throat> like, looks pure, and holy. looks yeah. holy, it was this man. <laughs> it was this man. And I don't know. <laughs> if, Were you attracted to him, Jackie? Oh no, that's not where this is going. Oh, okay. All right. I just needed to Um I was jealous of oh, his shit. what not only was like literally his physical it seemed like purity, but he just also seemed very happy. Hmm. And he was very much he very much seemed during the tour to like suggest that you know Religion, like whatever, the spirituality emanates from the inside out of you. And I really took that to heart. And I basically went home and was like praying fastidiously and was trying to be spiritually connected for the next like month or something, because I wanted to clear my skin. That's right. Listeners. Whoa. I reconnected with God because I wanted him to clear my, my skin and make it like that cherub's face at the Vatican. Vanity. It was for vanity. Yeah. Literally one of the seven deadly sins. So I, I reconnected with God over one of the seven deadly sins. Mm, Awesome. Um, So that was the last time I think is safe to say, um, because I was like, yeah, this is kind of like all, not only is it not working, I think I was also just, like, I was uh, beginning to struggle. I mean, I I had been struggling with already um, mental illness and depression and anxiety. And I think also this was, um, like, one of the things that I tried, I think, to also try helping control that, which also works for some people. Some some people, I mean, in many ways, regardless of the way that we feel, of course, about religion, um, Mm. I think religion and... If, you know, um, someone has a healthy relationship with it, I think it can be a it wonderful wonders, resource yeah. Yeah, for community and totally. for connection, for uh, recovery, Yeah, especially yeah. for it's addicts. A, a de- yeah. I mean, I know that there are a lot of addicts who are non-religious, but who really <clears> feel a lot of um, comfort and help from the AA and a programs, which have, you know, they have a lot of religious undertones. Um, their formation was heavily, you know, guided by, a sort of religious morals. You know, a lot of the AA steps, um, have parallels with, with, you know, philosophies of of certain religions, Mm -hmm. especially Catholicism. Um, but it comforts people, and I think it's a valuable tool when used in the right way. Yeah. Um,
0: I, absolutely. I was having, going back to family and religion, My, I don't think my dad has ever been religious. It might have been because there there are some moments in life where shit goes wrong, mm. and people are like, where was God absolutely. then?
1: Absolutely. Um,
0: but anyway, my... And we can go back to that if we want to, but my dad um, doesn't. He thinks that religion can be brainwashing. So I had this conversation with him, and I was like, I really don't think that there's anything wrong with religion. I think that human beings are fallible, and we taint
1: Things absolutely we taint, we we can taint uh, anything even the greatest the things. most beautiful absolutely. yeah I mean yeah
0: global warming yeah
1: yeah <laughs> I mean the earth we yeah. we can tarnish the earth's natural resources you know so I mean, yeah
0: I feel like that's how I've kind of
1: I, I think a lot of things can be weaponized yeah by totally. the wrong people
0: totally that's I think that's how I can look at people who are religious and there are some people who've been in my life that are quite religious and. You know, I don't like scoff at them or anything like that because I I feel like I get why people turn to religion like you were previously just saying. And I also don't think that there's anything inherently wrong with it. At at this point, yeah. I just think we've used it and turned it into you
1: know, shame and blame right. and sometimes people do. Yeah. Yeah. Um I love I would say like I I that there are some wonderful very religious people the best religious people are the ones who could listen to our conversation right now and not be offended and that cuz i don't think that us talking about our own spiritual journeys it should be offensive is offensive yeah um i think you know that's the mark of someone who's really like respectful and mature is someone yeah. who obviously you know doesn't try to proselytize you every mm-hmm. time they're in your presence. I have a cousin who is technically married to Jesus. That's, her, you know, she is a nun, kind oh, of. Okay. She's in a sort of religious subsidiary, not exactly a nun, but she okay. is a consecrated woman. She is a consecrated woman, um, meaning she's married to God. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know... We obviously have a lot of differences in who we are as people, but every time we see each other, we have really wonderful conversations about all of the things we have in common about our spirituality and religion and our general, you know, a big topic in our family because my, my dad and all of his siblings went to, Catholic schools, Mm -hmm. um, one of their, their schools that they went to, I think it was their elementary school or their high school. I don't, I cannot be sure of which right now, but, um, there, they were notified like a couple of years ago that there were, there was at least one priest there. There were probably a few, I guess, um, that had been accused of sexual assault. Hmm. and fortunately, and as far as I know, um, no one in my family was targeted, thank God. Um, (laughs) Thank God. (laughs) um, But Mm -hmm. it, I think shook, you know, definitely, I think it angered a lot of them, and that was certainly something I discussed with my cousin, who is a consecrated woman, Um, and she was very, angered by it as well she felt betrayed um because she you know feels like obviously that is not representative of the world that i am in and we want to eradicate that kind of behavior and she was very much of the ilk like that i believe these things do need to be discussed and it does need to be brought to the fore and the catholic church has to deal with it um you know that that was great. I love that. I think we were able to ha- have that conversation really easily. That's important. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff that is still important.
0: Well, I think I I agree. I mean, I I don't think that the folks that are Catholic and practicing and devout like that want to turn anyone away from religion. Like there's there's this balance between, hmm. you know, not trying to get me anywhere, just, like, meeting me where I'm at, but also not turning me away from religion at every turn.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Like, if I, I I get, you know? if I changed my mind tomorrow, just because, like, would you accept me? Mm-hmm. Would the church accept me? I mean, it, it would be super hypocritical if they didn't.
0: If they didn't. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm totally...
1: Um I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Let's go back to that afterlife conversation. Yeah. <laughs> because this okay. is where this is where I almost wish that I was religious. Sure. Because Sure, of course. <laughs> I I also I I have a <laughs> I don't know when this started, but I have a lot of thoughts around my mortality. Like I Get into my sheets at night, and I'm like, mm, "Death, <laughs> fun, like or like just a like
1: paralyzing one, fear," because that's how it manifests in me. What are you? Well, what what is your paralyzing? Well, like L- literally, that, that like? I don't think I would was ever to shake that fear that I initially got. Honestly, when I first realized mortality because of that prayer, <laughs> I sometimes still. I it's usually when I'm getting into bed. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I know. But I, and, oh, um, I mean, a lot of times if I, it's if I've had a good day and then, you know, just a great way to ruin <laughs> oh your day. God. It just gets into my mind Dude, yeah. that it could all be taken away from me at any moment. I could die and I don't know what comes after that. But I have to tell you, I have been less afraid of it in recent years. Mm. Like that used to literally paralyze me, but I've been doing, I've been much better in literally very recent history at um, accepting mortality. I think you have to like, there is a difference between awaking to mortality and like, so you think about it a lot, but Mm -hmm. it might give you anxiety or something. And there's a difference between accepting it.
0: I think I'm in an, ang- an anxious state currently. I remember... Well, when I was a kid, I used to count, like, subtract from 100. And that's how long I was going to live. I was like, I'm five. I have four five more years to live. Huh. That's, like, how I uh, used to think. Yeah, sure. And then, you know, people die. It's a nice round age. <laughs> yeah. And um, I live with my grandma, yeah. who's just turned... 89? I don't know. 89. That's so I feel great. like that's also a reminder. Sure. I of I like I get anxious for her. Yeah. Well, for myself, but mostly it's like one day at some point I'm going to be notified that like she's passed and I'm just going <laughs> to be in shambles. But yes. Right, it does make me anxious. There, I remember watching this YouTube video of um this man who was a philosophy professor. Hmm. And he spent like a good portion of his life trying to, I don't know, like ex- accept, yeah, accept death, like wrap his head around death. Tuesdays from with a Maury, philosophical. Is that what we're no, no, no. This is this is, <clears throat> I think, a YouTube series. Not
1: everything is about Tuesdays with Maury, Jackie. <clears throat>
0: that is a great book, though. True. but um, and I, I have read that, and I, yeah, I don't know. Okay, and- I'm sure, but anyway, and he, you know, because his wife died and hmm. that really like got him thinking even more because like he was in love with his wife which is beautiful by itself. one would hope that would be the case yes um but he i don't think he ever came to any sort of conclusion and he felt uneasy about it even in the end and i'm like fuck i don't want that to be me but like it could totally be me i don't know what kind of conclusion is he expecting to come to Acceptance. Oh. Some some form of acceptance. Yeah. Or like making peace with I the I just fact think
1: that. it'll never feel like conclusion. Like, mm, right. I don't think, I don't think true acceptance for a lot of us, honestly. And like, even myself, sure, I don't. I can control, I can like speak to the anxiety. I can mm-hmm. speak to it now and say, mm-hmm. you know, death is not something I need to, to fear, even though I don't know what comes after it. You know, I can manage to talk myself down a little bit, but <laughs> yeah. it takes, you know, time. I don't, I don't have that, um, that grace yet that I think honestly only comes when you are actually close to death. Oh, God, I feel like that kind of peace and reassurance and acceptance and readiness If you're lucky, right, and to not have your life just suddenly taken from you, Mm -hmm. if you have some time to say goodbye to it, I think that's when it comes. Mm. Before that, you can just, yeah, I mean, do the best you can. Yeah. But it's scary. I think it's, if you love life, dying is a scary thing. Yeah, totally. And it's wonderful to have things that you are afraid to say goodbye to. It's wonderful to be enamored with living.
0: Yeah, that's a great way to put it. That's a great way to put it. It works in both ways, right? Like if, if sometimes I'm going through a hard time and I'm like one day this will be over. Yeah, it's <laughs> true, honestly. That's so true. And it I sounds know. it sounds morbid, but No, that is so it's, true. It's you know, like life life is also painful. Like life is Yeah, life is painful you know, and it's weird. It's both. It's it's both beautiful and painful and So true. Um knowing that there's like this rest at the end of it all um yeah it's comforting it's comforting
1: that's nice Angela so there there is something I'm getting there there you go yeah
0: yeah when you catch me on like the right in the right moments I'm like yeah yeah I was gonna say also like you were saying the closer you are Mm. to death sometimes can make it yeah. you know easier to accept yeah. or whatever and my i remember a few times my my grandma um whose husband died my grandpa died in 2013 so it's like been a while mm-hmm. um but she's you know she'll visit him um and she'll be like yeah i'm ready like like she's ready to go because she's got like someone you know on the right. other on the other side. Like there, you know, there's wow. that thinking yeah. of like, yeah. okay, I'm gonna, you know, a heaven or uh, when I pass, like all of these people right. in my life, the souls are gonna, yeah, be there waiting for me. And I'm like, I can sign up for that. Like let's let's go. But I I don't know. I don't I don't know. Sometimes you know what else gets me scared <laughs> is thinking you know if if uh, if there are multiple lives. I'll get born again as like oh, a slave
1: or, or totally. like a sex slave or some shit yes, like that. Yes, I like, have a big oh fear of of that, actually. <laughs> oh um, I, I Sorry, mean,
0: everyone, but...
1: It, I Yes, that is a huge fear of mine because... And I think that's a fear because I just... Sometimes I find it so hard to believe that I really could be lucky enough to just have been born in a Western country. That's how I feel. I mean, yeah. I, you know, you read articles about, okay, like young girls who grew up in Syrian refugee camps and who maybe survived living under ISIS and who were passed around at, to marry different, ISIS fighters, some of them having, you know, three different husbands and Mm -hmm. three different children by 17 years old, and then they're living in a refugee camp for the rest of their life. How is that fair? It's not. It's not. Life isn't fair. And then I'm like, wow, so it's just a luck of the draw, and somehow I got born into this family? (laughs) How... Is that fair? And and yeah. it really does make me think either like, a, I'm about I'm gonna have some terrible shit happen to me later in life. Oh no! Like the like Karma, shit chronic. is about to go down. Ugh. I don't know what tragedies lay before me, but I'm I'm sure there's more. I mean that's just life. But um, or or B, yes, I will be reborn into some kind of like terrible circumstance. That's totally unnecessary fear, but... It is. It's... I think. One might say an irrational fear. Right. Um, but, you
0: know, these these are the types of thoughts that I have when I think about dying and uh, anything that yeah. may or may not come after that. Um, but see, this is... Yeah, and th- that's and, part and of, moments, like, the
1: cost of not being... Okay, of not being re- religious. Like that's, yeah. we, is that we have those questions. We open ourselves up to those questions. We open ourselves up to those fears. Right. Because you don't just automatically believe in something that is, you know, sure and mm-hmm. comforting. You yeah. instead are embracing the unknown.
0: Oh gosh. That's, yeah, yeah. It's really, it's a brave thing to do. It is, it is brave existential bravery. So where where do you sit now in terms of
1: spirituality? I sit in the I like I said I I consider myself agnostic, which means that I think I I don't necessarily see any evidence or belief that there is a, a precisely as people say a god, and that it happened exactly as the Bible mm-hmm. says. I don't believe that, um, but I also don't rule out something. Mm-hmm. I do not know if, like, I I just feel like I don't I don't necessarily agree with the Bible. I think it is an awesome book, though. Like whoever wrote that, like I mean, a lot of people wrote it, I guess. But yeah. There's some people who will listen to that and be like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> you sound so stupid right now talking about the Bible. You don't know jack shit, oh, which is true. Oh, my God. But this teacher at, like, I think a high school or something in Paris was teaching a civics course, and uh, he showed in his classroom cartoons that were printed in the newspaper Charlie Hebdo, mm-hmm. which you might be familiar with. Um, is It is a very well known uh paper in paris which actually had a lot of its staff murdered in a terrible uh attack targeted attack because some of their cartoons uh, depicted the prophet muhammad which is considered um you know sacrilegious and wow. and and blasphemy um in muslim uh i think it, most muslim countries um, and in, I guess, not just those countries, but in a lot of the people's religious views, they, they do not um, depict him, like, draw him, idolization, mm-hmm. characterization of mm-hmm. him. And so that was the reason for the targeted attack. And so this, that was years ago, though. And just this week, he showed, you know, during the civics course, which is about freedom of speech and civic rights. Um, showed these cartoons and when he was walking home after class, he was murdered. Wow. And, um, you know, it's being reported that it was because he showed those cartoons. So, you know, it is brave. That's why, like, we are certainly not Anywhere near as brave as that man. But I believe that it is important to flex your civil rights if you are lucky enough to have them. Yeah. And we do have them in this country. And so I think, however, um, indelicately even that we approach the conversation, I think it is well-intended and beneficial for us to do so. I ditto that. Let, this was a wonderful sort of sprawling conversation about religion. I feel like there is even more we could go into.
0: Yeah, it's, it's huge.
1: Yeah, like there, there could be a whole episode about like sexuality. And religion. and religion. Yeah. Like I didn't, we didn't even really touch into the... Like, because that's really where I think Catholic guilt manifests very heavily is in sexuality. I think Catholicism is very sexually restrictive as a religion, personally. Yeah. Um, you know, you're not supposed to have sex until you're married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And you're only supposed to have sex with the person who you married, who obviously is supposed to be the opposite gender than you. Correct. Another limitation. <laughs> um, But... Oh, and you can't get divorced or they look down upon it and they won't even let their own priests get married, which, you know, there is widespread support for that, which doesn't help. And it only like is decreasing interest in seminary schools and also breeds like poor feelings about sexuality and then just like. Forces secret relationships, because there are priests out there who have children. Yeah, absolutely.
0: It's been reported.
1: I mean, like it's people keep living. People are human beings. Right. Not everyone is asexual, believe it or not. Oh my gosh. Like definitely (laughs) not.
0: Yeah, I I feel like I know priests.
1: And no masturbation? Are you kidding me? You expect them to not? You expect us to not get married? Not have sex until we're married? And also it, not and masturbate. also not masturbate. It's not Unbelievable. <laughs> it's just
0: not healthy for a human. Um. Yeah. Okay. So we can we can definitely dive into that as well. Um. And also, you know, I'm sure that some of the stuff that we're saying there are plenty of rebuttals
1: to. Oh, absolutely. You know. We These are like sub, totally subjective.
0: Yeah, there they there are experiences of a very you know stereotypical like dry Catholic church. <laughs> um, so know that they they we know that they are not all that way, um, and that there are churches that you know love the queer community and things are changing. Obviously, but, absolutely,
1: this is um, not representative of anyone's experiences other than yeah, our own.
0: Yeah. So, just keep that in mind while listening, and would you know would love to hear about your experience with religion, spirituality, um, any questions that you have for us uh and any topics that you'd like us to talk about branching off of this one. so with that, concludes another episode. um thanks Jackie, for you know, I didn't let you talk about it. you're a co-host now, you just. Own it It is
1: your space You know though So you did You let me You let me Come on here And and take space With you And share space And hold space And I appreciate that Thank you It is always a pleasure To talk about life
0: Gotta love talking about life Um, All right. Well Thank you all for listening Um, Please Go to wherever You listen to your podcasts Google Podcasts Apple Podcasts Spotify Stitcher um look us up like subscribe subscribe, rate share rate and review rate and review five stars rate and review and then share it yeah um and stay tuned for the next episode all right bye over now